You're listening to Reminiscing with P.T. and O.Z. Welcome to Reminiscing with P.T. and O.Z. We'll be counting down the Billboard's Top 100, along with other surprises. So stick with us on Reminiscing. Good. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a hit. That wasn't a hit. So what? Let's hear it. And then you got Honky Tonk Blues. I, said you, I thought you said you wanted to hear just the hits. And it honky said, tonk, that's what you pick out. And Honky Tonk Blues, Honky Tonk Blues, by the way, is the one written by Hank Williams. So. Sure, crack it. I like Devo. It's Devo!
got too much cracked up or something? Yeah. Is that what it said? I hit, no, I was just talking about remodeling. That's. Yeah. Albert, okay. Your pet sheep is running a temperature of about 102 degrees. Yes. Is she normal, your pet sheep? <laughs> is she normal? With 102 degrees. I don't know. People think I'm not normal because I keep taking her temperature. <laughs> You're listening to Reminiscing with P.T. and O.Z. I don't know. Did we... Uh... Did we make uh, fools of ourselves? Did we make fools of ourselves? Or yeah, not? we did. Know. We're just talking about instant karma. And I said it was like a, uh, I think aurora around us or something like that. Yeah, we didn't karma. know what instant karma. We didn't know what karma was. Yeah, great karma, man. Great karma, man. Yeah, I mean, ca- our car- like, I like caramel ice cream. Is that more I like, like caramel on top of the ice cream? Is that like compatible? I don't know. We got really good karma. You and I, we got good karma. Is that do, do we? I don't compatible? know. Well, no, wait a minute. Before I say that, I want to find out what karma means. Yeah, really, yeah. I'm going to get myself in too deep. You don't want to have sex with me is what you're telling me, huh? I have my undershorts up over on my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, our car was good, baby. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about John Lennon. Back to something else we don't know yeah. anything about, all right? <laughs> Well, we were talking about we were talking about the Beatles. We were talking about when they when the Beatles broke up. Of course, John Lennon went his own way. Paul McCartney went his own way. George Harrison and uh, Ringo Starr. And supposedly there was a big feud between Paul McCartney and uh, John Lennon. Well, John Lennon had a ton of people from the Beatles, Ringo and George, come and, and play with him as far as a lot of his songs and stuff. And vice versa, George Harrison and Ringo Starr had. Does it surprise you any that you get four guys that are as smart as they were and they wouldn't have trouble somewhere down the line? So. Disagree. I mean, they all were. But the only one, Paul McCartney, he didn't have any of. uh, I think he had Ringo Starr sit in on drums with him a few times, though. But I I don't. I've heard stories that they did. They they got mad for a couple of weeks and they'd go do something together. It didn't list anything as far as Ringo Starr. Nothing big, no. So. Anyway. No big deals. Of course, everybody's talk, talked about how Ringo Starr wasn't a great drummer, but I thought he was a great drummer because he kept the beat. That's what a great drummer does. He keeps yeah, well, the, the whole group. Keeps, keeps everybody in time. The whole group did what they were supposed to do. Right. So, I mean, you can you got a lot of drummers that show off and do all this fancy stuff, but if you, if you, you know, can't keep the beat and you can't keep the time with the, with the band, you know. Anyway. <laughs> a lot, there's a lot of good drummers out there. Well, yeah. Way back in the old days too, yeah. and even through the rock era. Well, Keith, Keith they, Moon. I, I, yeah, I they don't a, get they don't get a lot of recognition. I saw a video of Keith Moon when he in the early days when he was with the Who, and uh, my what a because because he could do all this fancy stuff and still keep it in rhythm, mm-hmm. and that was just that blew me away. That was yeah, that was pretty amazing. But anyway, you don't just sit down and play drums. No. No. You gotta have the feel, and you, you have you've timing got, for one. You thing. have to have your head in that drum. You yeah, know what I mean. Much. You really gotta know what you're doing. So you really gotta have the intensity to know which ones to hit. Well, else. the intensity to be able to do it. Yeah. Be able to concentrate. Well, the, the drummer in uh, I'm, I don't I don't like the guy too well, but the drummer in Metallica, he was he's a really good drummer too. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. I've seen and him. And it just amazes yeah. me because he. You know, some of those songs get pretty yeah. intense with drums. Yeah, yeah. And for him to do that, that's pretty amazing. And then in the old days, you talk about Gene Krupa yeah. playing drums. And buddy, jazz was buddy, bands. What was a Buddy? Buddy, uh, yeah, yeah, Buddy, buddy Guy. guy or, buddy Guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, him and Johnny Carson would always do the little thing together. Right. Because yeah. Johnny played drums, too. So Anyway, oh, that was another thing I found out, too, that uh, Steely Dan, there was only the, the two members, uh, David Fagan and... Uh, 
I can't remember the other guy's yeah, name. Yeah, Donald, Donald Fagan. Yeah, Donald Fagan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the other guy. But um, they had, like, studio musicians play as far as Steely Dan. It was just they decided who they wanted to pick. And at one, one point, they had uh, Chevy Chase playing drums for him. Oh, well, yeah, I never yeah. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about, if I, somehow we got it on this subject, we're I, I, talking I, about John You Lennon. never know around here. Yeah. And there, there's no bottle on the floor either. We just get into this stuff. And just <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, don't take any I'm sniffing because it's, I got a cold. We're not it's, smoking it. It's anything. the karma, man. There you it's go. The it's karma. the karma. Yeah. All right. Right up the roof and out the smoke pack. <laughs> pipe. <laughs> yeah, it's karma, man. Anyway, um... <laughs> hey, you got the cough for it. Yeah, I know it. Uh, anyway, uh, it's the Every car- time I get a cold, and this is the first one I've had in three years, it really pissed me off that I got a cold after three years. But when I get a cold, I'll cough and get it in the chest, and then you could tell I used to be a smoker in the old days. Yeah, yeah. Um, or remind you of when you were a smoker. But anyway... Right, yeah. Instant Karma it was the one we played, and uh, Power to the People was his next hit. We made it number 11 in 1971. I didn't like just, that one that well. Uh, I didn't either. And then, uh, of course, the, the one that everybody knows, even though it wasn't a number one hit, was Imagine. Imagine. You know, we made it to number that th- was made it to number that three. That told the story. That was that was good. Yeah. And, but there uh, again, see, he sparked. I mean, he was one of the Beatles, and he sparked. He had his own thing there, but... Mm-hmm. You know, you put all that, all those brains together, and you got the Beatles. And well, he he admitted himself. John Lennon admitted himself that he loved Bob Dylan, and he, he loved playing with words. That's what that's what John John Lennon was. He was he was a guy that likes to play with words. I remember as a video. That was another thing that uh, him and Yoko got into too was doing a lot of videos and things and doing a lot of peace sit-ins. Yeah. Remember yeah. that time where they they said they weren't getting out of bed. Right. Yeah. And pose nude on their. Uh, one of their albums and all, yeah, oh, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't have that album either. Yeah, by the way. well, that's that's fine. <laughs> but you see, but you see, but what you but what you you have to visualize this. You got the so Beatles. He was, he was more into that stuff instead of just yeah, doing but music. Like you're saying, you got the Beatles. Now look what we've got by the individual Beatles. Mm-hmm. All the things they did on their own. You're talking about the hits, right? You know, they all had hits. They all did their thing, and right? And they all did well. They all like did I well. Say, Ringo yeah. Starr. Yeah. Ringo Starr is putting out a 17th album now. I know. You look You look at Ringo Starr and you go, my God. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. big nose he had and everything. And well, he's still married. He, Barbara Bach, I think he's still married to her. Yeah. I think. yeah. And you didn't think he was going to go, you know, when they split up. Yeah, well, it's the last you're going to hear him. But yeah. Oh, he's, no. doing, he's doing great. Yeah. And uh, formed that All-Star. Just goes to show the nose knows. <laughs> <laughs> formed the All-Star band. He's done. He does did well. But anyway, he's still doing well. But anyway, John Lennon, as far as getting back to him, Imagine only made it to number three. Uh, Mind Games, which I kind of always kind of like, but they only made it to number eight, and or eighteen rather. I'm sorry. And um, his first number one hit as a solo artist was 1974. So that was what four, five years after they broke up. Mm-hmm. And that was whatever gets you through the night. And that he did that. I like one. that one. Was uh, John Lennon with uh, the Plastic Ono Nuclear Band. Okay. And they're off to space. Elton John was backing vocal on that. I think I, yeah, I think I, I heard that. And that was during the time he had his little split up with uh, Yoko Ono, and but she she sent a another 
um, woman with him to travel with him to to take care of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, I it was. Mm, okay, it I don't just know. was really, the, you know, it's it was back in the a karma little, days. A little weird, yeah. yeah. Karma, there you go. <laughs> There's the karma coming back again. But anyway, okay, number two might be a little scratchy though because I play this one a lot. <laughs> I went back little to the remix there. DJ version going yeah. on there. <laughs> a little scratching going on. Okay, what's the next one? Dr- uh, number nine, Dream, came out in 1975. It was in uh, January. And in April, he came out with another album. And okay. He did the song Stand By Me. Okay. Now, that was, I, I had that album. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. I, yeah. I had, that was actually a very good album. What he did is he did a, he did a bunch of uh, standards, like Stand By Me and 
a bunch of great standard yeah, rock, rock and roll, roll rock and roll yeah that's yeah. the name of the album yep yeah. yep 1975 it was a good album i don't have it anymore i don't know what happened to it but uh it was a great album. i never had it yeah it was a good album and uh actually i was there was actually some songs in there i like better than stand by me that they did but of course in the in last 1974 was walls and bridges the number right. nine dream yeah 75 was his yep. rock and roll album and then he kind of went away for a while until 1980 and came back with that album and got killed so yeah somebody had uh woman uh which was number two uh watching the wheels was number 10 and just like starting over was his uh number one hit off that for five weeks in a row and uh he died in what he died in 80 but what, what was the month i don't have the month there oh i know i turned the page that's why <laughs> i don't have the month yeah, turn the page there you go turn the page there it is he died in uh he well he died in uh 12 8 of 80 and so he got to see this one do something because he it was it was on the charts for a month and it went to number one so. mm-hmm. yeah and then he died pretty good to get a number or one dude killed. and then die or he gets killed yeah yeah wow who was that idiot that did that I forgot his name yeah I'll, I'll think of it I'll think of it it doesn't say it in his thing here who, who it was but you want to did it. He did it to impress. I remember he did it to impress Jody Foster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that's right. That yeah. The guy that shot uh, Reagan. I don't remember. <laughs> no, no, no. That you know, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. John what Hinkley. About you you want to do anything John, with John Julian? Hinkley? Hinkley. Was that? Yeah. Was, was that, that him, him or was that the? Or was that the one that did the Reagan? I can't remember. See Reagan in the same year, so I was like, you know. You think it would years. have it in here? Probably wouldn't have it in here. Who no. shot him? Do you? No. no. But anyway, it's his son Julian Lennon actually had two number one hits in his short his short-lived career too so uh and i i always like i say i always wish that after uh, john lennon died and since they had such bad blood between john lennon and, and paul mccartney but julian and paul got along real well supposedly you would think they would have reunited and used julian lennon as the as the john lennon of the band because he sounded a lot like him he looked just like him i mean it was his son he ain't put anything in here about it. About who, who the guy was that shot him? No. We, we could be wrong. I'm sure if somebody on uh, YouTube will, will, <laughs> you better, you idiots, it was, you know, anyway. <clears throat> so anyway. Well, you, you wanna, can't remember everything, you know I what know, I mean? I know, I know. Oh, well. So anyway, that uh, Julian Lennon had, had uh, two number one hits. One was uh, Too Late for Goodbyes. It was a number one adult contemporary and stuck around or stick around rather that was, was the other uh, one was number one on the mainstream rock and hit for three weeks number one okay you want to do any, any of that sure i don't care i will okay. i haven't heard julian too late to want to do the too late one sure too late for goodbyes too late look at the look at that record is that the one about the sit down a pebble and watch oh, i don't something? know <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> I remember. I, we, we still we still carry it with us but i don't yeah, i remember him idea. him explaining the tune to i don't know barbara walters or someone they were interviewing him he was like really hot Really high. Oh yeah! Oh, he he was a uh, yeah. He was, he was big. I mean, like like just, Justin him, Bieber. Everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Everybody yeah. wanted the guy, and then all of a sudden, where'd he go? No, yeah. nowhere. I don't know where he. Eighty-six, and then it's like. Then he decided to do that. something else, I guess. Or, anyways. Maybe inherited some of John's money. <laughs> I Could don't be. know. But here it is. Whatever it was, too late to do something. For goodbyes.
shim, shim the turntable. Shim, yeah, shim in the turntable. Oh, shimmy, 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 Coco shimmy, Bob. Coco Bob. <laughs> uh, little Anthony and Imperials. Yeah, so John, Julian Lennon, born uh, John Charles Julian Lennon in uh, 1963 in Liverpool, England. Pop rock singer, songwriter, keyboardist, uh, son of Cynthia and John yep. Lennon. Right now, do you, do you think they'll tell us what happened to him or what he did? Maybe, because I, I, I don't know. I, see, I was wondering about that too. It's like KT Oslin. That, that'd be like a country singer, but she like disappeared too. I never heard anything about her. Oh no, she's still around. She's Is she? doing singing. Oh yeah. She's yeah. like got to be in her seventies by now, right? Oh hell, I don't know. <laughs> Julian, first child. No, it doesn't say anything about. I know that. I remember the story about he him. He disappeared saying, after eighty nine, eighty four, eighty nine. That was it. Maybe he tried to make a comeback and nobody wanted it, and so he just kind of. Well, the last song he charted uh, from, while it was a break, eighty four to eighty six, and then there was nothing from him until eighty nine. That only hit number ninety three, so maybe he just figured that was wasn't enough. his bag. Well, he kind of came around right after everybody was still hurting about John Lennon. He sounded so much like John. That yeah, probably he doesn't need anything anyways. I'm sure not. He doesn't. Maybe he figured, okay, I did. I had two number ones or two top tens or whatever. And oh, yeah, he had two Called it quits after that. Two number ones. It's like his dad. Yeah. Yeah, so. so. Um, but anyway, yeah, he, he, uh, I remember him telling the story about uh, his dad teaching him how to play the three chords on a guitar. And uh, he also talked about, uh, there's that one song, I think it was, what was it called? Valet, that Val first, yeah, that first song he yeah. did. He talks about a sitting on a pebble watching the stuff that I don't know what it was. It was supposed to be. It just didn't make any sense at all. It was like trying to use words like his dad did, but just yeah. wasn't quite the same. Didn't quite come out the same. Yeah, yeah, but supposedly Julian. Supposedly the song "Hey Jude" that Paul McCartney wrote was written about Julian Lennon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. So. Paul McCartney <laughs> had. Let's see. Uncle Albert in uh, 1971. Hang on. Go ahead and talk. I, I left my glasses over here. Okay. Uncle Albert, 1971 was the number one hit for him when it was Paul and Linda McCartney. Uh, my Love was a number one hit for him for four weeks on the top 40 charts in 1973 and also a number one hit for him, the adult contemporary, hit for three weeks. Um, in 74, he had a number one hit, uh, Band on the Run, for one week. Uh, when he was Wings, it was, uh, listen to what the man said, it was number one for a week. Then he had Silly Love Songs, it was number one for five weeks. I can't believe I hated that song. I really did. Oh, I, I love Silly that Love Songs. Song. Well, I was going to say. Obviously, what, many people did because it was five, it was number one for five weeks on the top 40 and number one on the adult contemporary charts for a week. I, I would say if you're talking about rock and roll songs, uh, fast songs, you talk about Wings, Paul McCartney and Wings, or the Beatles. I think my favorite song is Get Back. Yeah, that was. And, with, and you know who played played keyboards in that, don't you? I think I've read it, but it's, Billy, it's, that was Billy Preston. And then, as far as oh, what would you call it? Uh, um, slow songs is uh, my favorite. Is uh, what is that one? Girl, where they go, yeah. ooh, girl, Beatles, with the fleet yeah. stereo, and yeah. then. Slow songs, uh, I don't know. It's my love, but the Beatles, the, the, the rock and roll. I I like the uh, uh, the old stuff they did uh, that they they covered Chuck Berry, you know, like uh, uh, rock In and roll music years, yeah. and, yeah. and 
uh, Dizzy Kansas Miss City. Lizzie and Kansas, Kansas City, City. And yeah. I like that LP, the Rock and Roll Volume 1, yeah. the Rock and Roll Music Volume 1 and Volume 2. There was good stuff there. So anyway, I'm, I'm still going here as far as number ones. Well, look at all this. Let them in. I know. Look at all this. Let them in. Uh, was a number was a number one adult contemporary for a week. But those were the two songs I liked by them the most. That was M O R ish, silly yeah. love songs, and let them in. I loved those two songs. With sorry, I got to disagree well, with right. you on that. With, with a little luck, number one for two weeks in a row. Um, uh, coming up, that was number one for three weeks in a row. Uh, Ebony and Ivory, that was one he did with Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, coming up the live at yeah live at the, yeah. At uh, Glasgow or Here's what, Silly Glasgow Love or? Songs. Here's uh, Let Him In. Ebony and Ivory, he did that with uh, Stevie Wonder. That was number one for seven My weeks. My Love. Hi, hi, hi. Listen to this. Number week, number one for seven weeks in a row with Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. And, and number one on the adult contemporary uh, list for five weeks. Live and Let Die. Um, this Girl is Mine, the one he did with Michael Jackson, was Uncle number Albert. one. Another Day. On the R&B charts and number one on the adult contemporary charts for four weeks. This and was our song. This was our song. This was our theme I'm song. I'm just trying to get through the number ones here. DJs on the run. Band on the run. Yep, that was our yep. song. And then the You last got me one, going. I got all well, my last vibes out here. The last one is Say, Say, Say. It was number one for six weeks in a row, and that was back in 1983. That was his last number one tune that he had was Say, Say, Say. What about Venus and Mars Rock Show? Well, that's the last one I, I see on my... Remember? On my, yeah. What was the other side of that? He had a song. And, oh, okay, fine. He had a song here, too, by... Uh, Arrow Through My Heart? You missed that one. Yeah. That was, that was Wings. No, I don't, see, I don't know what... Yeah. Some of this stuff. Letting Go. Good Night Tonight. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Junior's Farm. I like that one, too. Maybe I'm Amazed. Jet. I remember Jet? See, I don't remember uh, Helen give, Wheels. give Ireland back to the Irish. I don't remember that one. I've had enough. There's Look at that one on the Wings label. Yeah. I've had enough. Spin it on. There's some of these I don't think I've ever played. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. But this is what's cool here because I got these the picture sleeves on these. Stranglehold. That's a uh, that's the uh, that's that's Uncle uh, Ted. <laughs> but there's that picture on the front. Spies like us. He had 14 number one hits. No more lonely nights. So he had he definitely had the the largest amount of number oh, yeah. one hits. Yeah. There's Ebony and Ivory. All there is to it, but yeah. Wow, look at Stevie Wonder back then. Yeah. He had quite the throw going. Yep. So anyway, Paul McCartney, obviously the uh, the one that uh, did the the best as a solo artist with the there's coming up Paul McCartney, Linda McCartney, and Paul McCartney and Wings. And say say say. He had uh, band members like in there that were uh, from uh, uh, the Moody Blues and uh, all kinds of different members in the Wings too. So got a little, you know, of course you can read about it here. This is uh, born James Paul McCartney. On 61842 in Liverpool, England, uh, founding uh, member, bass guitarist of the Beatles. Founding member, I, I always thought that uh, Lennon was considered the founding member, but uh, married Linda Eastman on, on 69, first solo album in 1970, uh, formed group Wings in 1971, Linda keyboards backing vocals, uh, Denny, Denny Lane of the Moody Blues, okay, there you go, guitar. And Denny something drums. Harry McAuliffe guitar joined in 72. 
But I mean, I've got a ton of different band members in here that came here in 75 and 77, 79, 97, 90. And uh, so anyway, and at age 55, he was, uh, he married ex-model Heather Mills. Was she the one that gave him all the trouble? She, yeah, she's the one that was on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Sued him for $400 million or whatever it was. The one that had the uh, fake leg. Yeah. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, she got voted off pretty quick, didn't she? Yeah, she won. She won a ways. I don't know, three, Did four she? weeks. I don't remember. Like I got thirty-two singles by all right. Paul McCartney. So we could be here for a while. So well, we're not gonna play them all. We're not. No, we're not uh, gonna go through all them. So what you do you pick want? Out your favorites. What do you want? Well, my favorite, of course, is the first one that he had uh, as a number one hit, Uncle Albert. Admiral, Uncle Albert. That's Albert, right here. You want to hear? Admiral Helsley. Helsley. Oh, we also got the Chiffons. He's so fine. So when we talked about George talk, Harrison. Yeah, talk about George Harrison and the suit there. So okay, so we know the king of number ones out of the Beatles was when they when they broke up. It was uh, Paul McCartney. So. Well, I think that was a no brainer. Well, yeah, but I mean, you'll be real surprised with George Harrison and Ringo Starr compared to. Yeah, John well, Lennon. there's my Ringo Starr. There's my John Lennon. Yeah. What's this down here? Oh, that's George Harrison. George Harrison. He yeah, did quite a, a bit there too. Did quite a bit. Now, what was you said you wanted to hear? Admiral uh, Uncle Albert. Uncle Albert. He, that's in here. I just came across it here. You know, the one favorite the one favorite that I like, too, was uh, Baby Emma Mays. That was a good one. I like We're it. so sorry, Uncle Albert. We're so sorry if we caused you any pain. We're so sorry.
That name I'm familiar with. Yeah, I loved Thunderclap Newman. That was a great rock rock band too. They, they were around not very long, but anyway, he was. I don't have anything by guitar. Them. I do. Anyway, he joined. Uh, well, he joined. oh, so good for you. <laughs> you have got some Thunderclap Newman, and I don't. And that was because of a buddy of mine, brother. I'm going to go bid on some right now. I forgot about that one hit that they had. I don't even know about that. I, I forget what it's called now, to be honest with you. But um, I did. I did have the the album there. He's got the album, and I I had copied the album for him. So I really. Who Thunderclap's got the album, and you got it from him. Yeah. <laughs> me and Thunderclap, we're like this. Okay, I, I didn't know. Anyway, so he. Hey, me and Wolfman like that. So what the yeah. hell? <laughs> so anyway, he he joined. In, he what? He, he joined the band Wings. <laughs> he, jo- he joined? He, he joined? joined? <clears throat> yeah, he joined the band Wings, and uh, now I lost my place. And he flew away. In 1977, and uh, um, he died. Um, Who are we talking oh, about he now? Left, um, from Thunderclap Newman. Oh, uh, that what M- guy McCall. we don't know. That, yeah. Okay. He died of a heart attack in 1979, so he joined in 77, oh, died in 79. The big one, Elizabeth. Yeah, but I mean, he was only 26 years old. Oh wow! So that explains why you know Thunderclap Newman. You never heard anything more. Never heard about anything them. more. What was yeah. the what the did, did they have up, a hit? They had a hit. Yeah.
Thunderclap Newman. Holy cow, they're in the books. They got how many hits they got? Uh, well, one hit 120. Yeah, there you number go. Number 120. That was uh, something in the air. That's the one I, I love that tune. And that was a re, that was a reissue. Uh, the original version hit 27. Okay, yeah, that's the one I remember. In 1969. And it's I, I like the tune. It's it's very unusual. Andy Newman keyboards, John Speedy Keen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> vocals and drums, and Jimmy McCall. McCall. Uh, no, I yeah, I think you had it right, McCulloch. Okay. I think it's McCulloch. McCulloch. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. He's guitarist with wings. Okay, yep. Also assembled by... Uh, what was that? What was that? <laughs> Something, Something just up. snapped. <laughs> Is that your knee? <laughs> no, it wasn't my... <laughs> you get old, you know. You never Holy know. Your stuff could just snap just like that. The group was assembled by Pete Townsend. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'll be darned. Much well, like the Beatles. They, were, they, they formed quite a few different bands, like, you know... Bad finger. And At first, and you don't succeed. Ones. Try, try again. Yeah. Something doesn't work out. You do it a different way. Now, see the other one thing I was going to mention too about in in Paul McCartney that you don't see too many things in here that say anything about anybody else from the Beatles playing with them. I know that Ringo Starr played drums for him a couple of times, but usually they mention it if they're in the album or the the song. But this one doesn't mention anything about anybody being in any of the stuff. One one thing he does say here is that co-written uh, his his last hit in '89 was co-written by Elvis Costello, but um, and what movies with certain songs were from, but doesn't say like you know special appearance by Ringo Starr playing drums or you know anything like that. Whereas the rest of them, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, and, and George Harrison, you see special appearances by different people like. Yeah, I'm used to some of the that. Beatles. Yeah. yeah, some of the Beatles mm -hmm. coming back and like Eric Clapton and just you know. But we'll get into that when we get into more. So do you want to do any more? So from where are we Paul going next? Do you want to go to the next next group? Oh, we can do one more. What do you want to hear? Well, yeah, I'll you you. There's a couple you like in here. <coughs> well, we didn't hear "Band on the Run." That's kind of like the theme song for okay. "Beatles on the Run." You got to hear "Band on the Run." Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to hear one thing. Please don't play. This Girl is Mine by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. I do not want to hear that one. Okay. <laughs> Nothing against Michael or, or Paul on that one. I just... I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> I don't think I could take it right now. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that song. Oh, man. I love that one. Paul, I told you. I'm a lover, not a I'm fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that, I forgot that's how they started uh, that thing. Up. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> So band on the run, right? DJ's on the run's theme song, band on the run. Here we go.
So we're featuring uh, um, the Beatles. We have after, no idea, right? <laughs> yeah, with the Beatles after they left the Beatles. And okay, let's Of course, try Paul McCartney. Let's take these and put them on the floor. We're done with Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, yeah. Okay. So Paul McCartney, of course, was the, the the reigning king of 14 number ones and just a ton, a ton of top 40 hits. So.
knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor, open the door and let him in. Ooh, yeah. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Open the door. I let them in. Yeah. Let them in.
Sorry. Uh, little private said, joke yeah, we can't we can't talk about. Yeah, really. We don't want to talk about that. Right. <laughs> well, he's he's in a pretty good mood for me playing Silly Love. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was know. a toss-up between Let Him In and Silly Love songs. Do-do-do. It was, I like what we were saying, though, that it, Paul McCartney had spent more time on instrumentation and, and more time on sound, I think, than any of the rest of them did. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, John Lennon's, John Lennon's uh, acoustics were just horrible. They always <laughs> were horrible. They were. They were always horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's why Imagine was such a great one, because all he played was a piano. Yeah, you right. know, <laughs> Pretty simple. Pretty <laughs> yeah, simple to get that one down. You couldn't screw that up too bad. Because he was more of a rock and roller. He didn't care. He just had a right. good time. You know, he's a rock and roller. And that's kind of what I liked. I'm, I'm the more on the rock side. I like the rock better than I do the... But I do respect Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. That's what you call yeah. M-O-R, which I guess right. you can go, you can say middle of the road or mellowed out rock. Right. You can go both ways with that. Thank you for joining us. Reminiscing with PT and OZ, a production of DJs on the Run and Oscar Osbo Audio and Video Productions with PT, Paul Phillips, and OZ, Oscar Osbo. Join us next week for more Reminiscing. And you are in trouble. Traditionally, the thing to do is to get on the radio and holler, holler what? What the f am I doing here? <laughs>